This is the Visionary Founders Podcast, helping founders to activate their biggest visions, create extraordinary lives and businesses, and to make a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to lay the foundations and growth to create a legacy. In this show, you'll learn the practical and profound changes to make in yourself and your business to have the impact you desire, because you are a visionary founder. Hello, and welcome to this episode. And today I want to talk to you about how setting your day up right can transform your working life, literally transform your working life. And I talk about this a lot, and it's something that I talk about with all my clients, because we live in such a busy world. We live in this culture where busyness is celebrated. Oh, I'm so busy. Oh, I'm so booked out. And, you know, you see this all over social media. You see it in organizations. You know, busyness is rewarded. It's good to be busy. If you want something done, give the job to a busy person. Can you hear all those messages that we're given about being busy? And because we live in this super busy culture and we're always racing around trying to get onto the next thing, we consciously need to take the time out to set our day up right. And I see this as being, you know, rather than being one of the troops on the ground, it's being the, you know, the general, if you like, of the army or being the conductor of the orchestra. And in order to do that, in order to conduct the orchestra, in order to stay in that visionary inspiring space, which I know will be where you get your energy from and where you love to be, then you need to be able to set your day up right. So especially nowadays when we've got mobile phones, maybe sitting next to the side of your bed, by the way, I I suggest you stop doing that and put it in another room. (laughs) But if you've still got your mobile phone in your room, it's so tempting to grab your mobile phone, to start scrolling through social media, to check your emails. You know, suddenly it pops into your brain. I wonder if so-and-so has responded to X, Y, and Z, right? And before we know it, we're responding and reacting. And you'll know from my other episodes, I talk a lot about being the creator, not the reactor. How do you become the creator of your reality? How do you really create energetically what you want? And that's why setting up your day right is so important. Now, I also want to say something at the beginning of this, which is quite often when I talk to people about this, I'm really conscious that I'm a morning person. So you'd be much better off speaking to me at 5 a.m. than 7 p.m., right? I'm just one of those people that wakes up early, that's on it, that's ready to go when I wake up. And I know that's not true for everybody. So people do challenge me and say, well, could I do it later in the day? Or could I do it when I've woken up a bit? Or can I do it X, Y, and Z? The answer is really no. I mean, you don't have to do it at 5 a.m. I do it at 5 a.m. because I like that time and space before my daughter has to get ready for school. So logistically, that's the way I work. If it wasn't for that, I'd probably do it at about 6, 6.30 maybe, right? So you need to work this around, you know, your family and your work commitments. But actually, you have to do it first thing. And the reason why you have to do it first thing is you have to get your brain operating in a different mode before your kind of standard operating system kicks in and takes over, because that's what generally happens. So I'm touching on this a little bit already, but I just want to start by saying why this is so important. And it is so that you set your energy first. So, you know, you know how you feel when you feel in that visionary space, when you are connected to your biggest vision, when you are feeling inspired, 
when you talk to somebody and you get that sense of excitement in your belly, you know, you think, oh my goodness, I I love that conversation. I, you know, I feel like I'm on purpose. I feel like I'm making a difference today. I feel like I'm moving forward. I feel like I'm creating on my vision, right? And when you set your energy there against your vision and your purpose and your highest energetic, then that's what you continue to create throughout the day. And when you do that, even when obstacles kick up, you know, even when things go wrong, rather than being, you know, in the trenches and in that reactive mode of like, oh my God, now I've got to deal with this. Now I've got to deal with that. Now I've got to deal with the other. And it's throwing you off track. You can stay in that very calm, kind of relaxed, feminine energy place and go, huh, okay, take a breath, reconnect back to my vision. What does this mean? What can I do? How do I want to be with this? So in a sense, you're setting yourself up in that being space rather than doing space. The second thing is I've already touched on is being the creator, not the reactor. And this to me is the, you know, is a summary of what it takes to be a leader. It's the epitome of what it takes to be a leader. How do you be the creator, not the reactor? Not just of the things, but of who you're being and what you're creating in the world and your vision and all of those pieces that enable you to create amazing things in the world. And the third thing is that we know now through studies of quantum physics and you know stuff that athletes and high-performing people have known for a long time, is that we energetically create our reality. And literally, when we set our energy a different way, we change our physiology. We change our internal physiology in terms of kind of the feelings we have, the emotions, the hormones, the thoughts, everything else. And that in turn creates a different reality on the outside. So I have so many examples in my life and so many examples for my clients where we've set an intention, you've set your energy, and then they'll phone me and say, you'll never believe what happened today. Oh my goodness, this person called me, this happened. I got this email in my inbox and it's kind of like a surprise. And I talk sometimes about, you know, allowing the universe to surprise and delight you. It's like, oh, I can't believe that happened. That's amazing, right? That's how you want to feel in your day, right? That's how I want to feel. I want to feel like things are just dropping in, that things that I couldn't expect, that I couldn't create from slogging and working in that masculine energy, So when you energetically create your reality, when you set up your day, when you become the creator, you're actually creating it so that you're open to miracles and magic and synchronicities. And believe me, when you get into that mode of working, it is, you'll never go back. (laughs) Like, Who wants to slog through the day when you can be in magic and miracles, right? And I say, even when life's challenging, even when your diary's booked, even when you've got to do something that you ideally don't want to do, you'll be able to do it from a different place. So this is why it's important. So, so crucially important. And I say it's one of the starting places I do with all my clients, because most people don't do this or they do it a little bit and then they slack off and they get too busy. And it's that silly thing, isn't it? That the things that we drop when we're busy are the things we should put more energy and effort into. So generally what people drop when they're busy is sleep, is time for themselves, is social fun time, it's exercising, it's eating properly. It's all the things that we should be like doubling down on because we've got the stress and the pressure, but we don't unless we consciously, consciously put our energy and effort there. So how do you do it? 
So this is going to be really practical, the second piece of this podcast, because I really want to give you some thoughts around if you don't do this currently, what are some options? And I also want to give you a couple of reading resources of things that you can go and check out. So if you're saying to me, oh my gosh, I never do this. I don't meditate. I don't journal. I have no idea why I even start. Like my, I can't get my brain in this space or whatever. Number one thing I would suggest you do is find an app. So something like Headspace and there's lots of others out there. Just search meditation apps and have a play and find one that suits you and your style and your personality. But those things can be a great starting point if you have a mental resistance to meditation, if you have a mental resistance to doing this, if your body's telling you and your mind's telling you you don't have time, make it easy for yourself. Just start there. 10 minutes in the morning when you wake up, go to the loo, get back into bed, get relaxed, put one of those meditation apps on. Maybe before you go to sleep too, they generally have ones for kind of more active times and more sleep-based times. So just start rewiring your brainwaves, the way you think into a different way and just do that and see what reaction and what impact that has. The second thing is to do simple meditation and connection exercises. And again, I don't like to be prescriptive about this because I think you find your own way. And if you're on an evolving journey, then you will find the way that's right for you and it will grow and evolve. So for me, I used to do more traditional kind of meditation techniques. I then started working with mentors who worked in that kind of energy and consciousness space. So now really what I do when I wake up, because I'm used to doing this, is that I will really just kind of like relax and tune into my body and just feel how I'm feeling. You know, there are some meditation processes where you work up through your body and relax each part of your body, which can be very helpful. So get your body relaxed. Make sure you come out of your mind and bring all your energy and attention down into your body so that you feel grounded first. You feel in your body. You feel in your own energetic and your presence. And then one of the things that I, I used to do, I don't really do it anymore now, but I, I often get my clients to do is to connect to something that you love. So just connect to someone you love, a situation you love, a place that you love. So I used to either connect to my daughter because I can feel my heart expand as soon as I think about my daughter, right? It's just a pure love that has no other stuff in it, right? Or I imagine myself on the beach with the smell of the ocean and the waves on the shore and sitting on the beach and feeling the sand in my toes. And I, I love that place. It makes me feel free, you know? So feel into that space, that place that starts to open your heart and then let that energy really expand through your body. So let it go up through your body, from your heart, from your gut, wherever you feel it, through your body, out through your fingertips, down your arms, into your fingertips, out through your head, down through your legs, into the floor and allow your body to get all tingly. Let Intend that the energy goes right the way through your body to your fingertips and your toes. And then imagine that you are like a computer plugging into a mainframe, okay? And imagine that you're or connecting to Wi-Fi. And imagine that there's a bigger energetic field around the, you that you can connect into. And really allow your energy to flow into that bigger energetic field around you. So I imagine my skin being open, you know, I'm trying to think of the word, <laughs> semi-permeable or something like a membrane. And, and that I can, I can have the energy in me and I allow the energy to expand outside of me. 
And again, it can be useful to imagine your energy going from your body, outside your body, into the room, into the house, beyond the house, into the earth, out into the ether, you know, allow it to expand and expand and expand. So just tune into this, trust your intuition, trust your inner knowing, and really feel into what's the place that this feels really good to you. But I want you to not only connect internally, I want you to connect externally to an energy field around you so that you're plugged in literally to that bigger energy and potential around you. So that's why I'm saying to sort of graduate from traditional meditation techniques, because I want you not only feeling calm and relaxed in yourself, I want you plugged into this bigger field, this bigger energetic, this field of creativity around you. So have a little play with that. So the the beginner stage is just meditate, relax, just spend some time being rather than doing. The second stage is to really start to play with some meditation and connection techniques. The third thing that I do in the morning after I've done my connection process is I journal. And I am such a big fan of journaling. Honestly, it is such a revelation. If you haven't done it before, you haven't done it regularly. I really recommend it as a technique because what you're doing again is you're moving beyond your conscious mind. You're you're kind of getting your subconscious down on paper and you will be amazed what comes out. Right. So again, I do this in one of two ways. I do a technique which, which is called The Morning Pages. And this comes from a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And we'll put the link in the comments in this podcast. So The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And she talks about morning pages. And morning pages are where you just literally journal out four pages of A4 and you write it as a stream of consciousness. So you just start writing and you see what comes out. And it's kind of accessing those places in your brain that you don't normally access. And if you don't know what to write, you literally just say, I don't know what to write, but I'm going to carry on writing. I feel stupid. You know, I'm feeling a bit stressed and pressured to write four pages. You just write anything that's going on and you just see what flows out. And if you do that every day, I promise you that will create a different level of connection to your subconscious brain, to what's going on internally for you. The other thing you can do with journaling, which I use selectively when I really feel like I'm up leveling and I I want to kind of create a different reality for myself, is I literally write that new reality. So you might write, I am a visionary founder. I'm creating an amazing organization. My impact and influence is increasing every day. I'm creating this organization that people love to be in. People seek me out because we've created this amazing thing. I'm manifesting everything that I want. I feel on track. I feel on purpose. I know I'm creating what I want in my life. And you just write what you're creating. And that can also be a really powerful exercise. And again, just do it in a state of flow and see what flows out rather than trying to control it from your brain and do it in the present tense. So I am this, I am that, I feel this, I am creating that so that you're literally bringing it into reality. And that can be a really powerful thing to do. So that's the third thing I recommend is journaling in the morning is a really powerful technique. The fourth thing, which you might want to check out, is a book by Hal Elrod, which is called The Miracle Morning. And I really like this book. It's really accessible. It's really easy to kind of get into. And he has a whole process of what he calls the miracle morning. So how you set yourself up in the morning, including some of the things I've talked about 
and also including some positive affirmations, some exercise, different bits and pieces in there. Now, again, you can choose to either follow that prescriptively, and sometimes that's useful just to kind of try it out and get into the flow of it. And you can also kind of feel into it and try out the different pieces and see what works for you. I'm not a particularly prescriptive kind of person, right? If somebody gives me something to do, I'll generally do it my way, right? And you're probably the same if you're listening to this podcast. But sometimes there are times when I'm learning and and learning something different where I will follow the process for a period of time in order to learn it, kind of like embody it, feel it, and then I will do it my way. So again, this is not prescriptive. This is not like there's one way or another way. This is tune into it with the intention that the purpose of this exercise is to connect you. It's to be connected to your bigger vision. So the other thing I should say in all of this is just spend a couple of minutes in the morning connecting to your vision. And I mean your highest vision for humanity, not your business vision particularly, but your highest vision for humanity. What is it that you're creating? And again, I do that very consciously in the morning that I know my highest vision is to enable people to live extraordinary lives and create extraordinary businesses, for people to live and work in a way that is full of passion and joy and fulfillment and, you know, that we're evolving and growing every day and that life is magical and exciting and surprising and you know that we we lose these old concepts of control and structure and hard work and slog and all of those things that's my bigger vision and so i also do connect to that bigger vision and i kind of gift it out to the world so because that vision for me doesn't just exist in my business it exists in everything i do so i'm in that space i'm i'm looking for those opportunities that's quite what the right way to say it actually but i'm connected to that opportunity whether i'm having a conversation with somebody in a coffee shop or i had this amazing conversation the other day with somebody who came to repair my washing machine right and it turned out he'd been in the army and he'd done some sort of like those kind of like corporate training programs where you get put through your paces by the army And he was really into kind of health and fitness and exploring veganism. And, you know, so this is a guy who literally turned up to mend my washing machine and we had the most awesome conversation. And when he left, he kind of stopped on the doorstep and he looked at me and he said, you've really inspired me today. I've really loved this conversation. And I said, me too. That like, I've loved it. And there was, you know, a lovely connection and it shifted something, that conversation for me and him. So every minute, every opportunity is an opportunity to live your vision, to speak your vision, to create something different in the world, to create an impact. So don't feel like I go into work and I deliver my vision. No, you deliver your vision in every aspect of your life in every moment. No. So whether that's with your kids, your partner, your friends, your family, random encounters in the street. I love those random encounters. They, I just love them because I think we lose that sense of connection so much and we get nervous about having deep conversations with people we don't know. And I find that those conversations are sometimes the best moments in my day. I'm always looking for those moments of connection. So I really encourage you to do that too. So I say, ultimately, this is about designing your own way. And, and also I should say actually one last thing <laughs> as I'm thinking about this is not to get attached to one way of doing it either, because that's also a trap. 
So sometimes people go, oh, I have to do my yoga for an hour every morning. And if I don't do that, I don't feel right. Well, then you just created another like thing that you have to do. It's become something on your to-do list. So what I find is I know generally what works for me, but as I evolve and change, and as I'm just in different phases in my life and how I'm feeling, I need some things more than others. You know, I don't want to create dependency and you don't want to create a dependency on one thing either. If I don't get to do that, my day doesn't go right. That can't work either. So I know when I have time and space to set my day up properly, my day is very different. I also know that I could just take five minutes and just connect and be in my vision. And that would be enough right? It's not ideally how I like to do it, but it would be enough. So sometimes I really feel the need to be in my physical body. And so exercise moves up the kind of ranking for me. You know, it's important that I get outdoors and exercise in the morning. At the moment, because my business is really busy, I really feel like I just want to sit in bed and connect and write and have that beautiful morning space before I do anything. So I don't feel like being particularly active in the morning at the moment. I feel like I'm active already and I want to be in that more connected space. So this is an intuitive evolving process of really tuning in, of feeling what you and your system need, and ultimately to move out of being that do and reactor into the creator. So I hope that's helpful. Check out the resources, have a play. Don't make this something on your to-do list, okay? Have this as kind of like some beautiful, connected time that's just for you. And actually, you know, seeing this as such a valuable part of your day. I worked with someone a few years ago and she said to me, do you know, I think I add most value, like I am in my most powerful in the first hour of the day. And then of course I go and I do the stuff and I sit in meetings and I talk to people that work in my business and all of those things. And all of that's amazing. But actually the most I'm creating is in that first hour of my day, because that's when I energetically create it. And that's when I get myself in that visionary founder space so that I am in that space all day of where my organization and my people need me to be. So I really encourage you to have a play and let me know how it goes. And, you know, you may have other things that you do in the morning that you think, oh my gosh, I'd love to, there's another way I do it. That's awesome. So, you know, there's so many ways and so many learning angles to this that I would love to also hear how you do it. Like, what's your thing that you could tell me about that I might want to build into my routine? So play, have fun, connect, be out of the busyness, give yourself, gift yourself that time and space, and you will be astonished at the impact and the transformation that this creates for you and your people, your life and your business. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Founders Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you're a visionary founder and you're ready to up-level yourself and your business, connect with me at lisamitchell.co.uk forward slash connect. Thank you.